You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 On eleven sixteen SEM, the award winning crunch time for Honda's seven year sale ends June thirteen. We're outside the MCG, just around from gate two and next to the Country Baked Potatoes stand. And in front of us is the Mustang. We're at the 2018 Powercore Country Festival. Crunch time for Honda's seven-year sale. Great offers on a huge range of new models. See honda.com.au. We're here because of today's country game, which pits Essendon against Geelong. And from the Bombers' side of things, the rising star from last year, Andy McGrath, is our guest. Andy, welcome to Crunch Time. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Great to be here. So 2017 was such an exciting year, so much went right. Got your first taste of the finals. 2018, team's in a bit of a rut. Things not going as you would have imagined. Just give us an idea from a young man's point of view. What's the difference like from when things are going really well to when it's a struggle? Uh, yeah, obviously the, the two years have been quite quite different to me. Um, coming into an AFL club, you don't really know what to expect. So last year, I guess I sort of thought that would be the norm. Um, and this year's obviously quite a lot different. I guess the main the main difference is we change, we've changed a few things um, structurally with our game plan, and I think the reason we're we're falling down is just not sticking to that and not all being on the same page and executing it to the best of our ability. I reckon that's where where we're falling down. So, what are the week to week conversations around that, Andy? Uh, we've spent the last probably six weeks talking about um, what we're doing wrong, how we can rectify that, and we we all know the answers. Um, but executing it on game day has been our problem um, probably since the, the Fremantle game. We've had quarters where we've done it, um, but we just have failed to do it consistently over four quarters. So can you? So you're watching at the moment with the calf injury or when you're out there. Can you sense when it goes awry? And does that um, unleash a sense of frustration? Or oh, we know what we're, but we're not supposed to be doing this. I think it's far easier watching it from the stands and noticing what's going wrong. But... Um, on the field, it can sometimes be hard. There's a lot going on. You've got a lot of things going through your head. But it has been a little bit frustrating, especially last week, because um, we know how hard we're all working towards um, achieving what we want to achieve. But just um, the inability to do it on game day, and it's definitely not through a lack of effort. It's I, I, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but I think we're working towards it now. We're training a lot better. Um, we usually train it during the week, but then have struggled to implement it on, on the Saturday or Sunday games. Andy, how did you find out Mark Neal had lost his job and were you shocked? Uh, it was a little bit of a surprise to the playing group. Um, we we were told by Mark, first of all, on I think it was Monday when we first came into the club. Um, he basically said that he, he wanted to take his career in a different path and um, then there was a follow-up uh, the day after from, from Xavier and he basically said that there was always a plan for a restructuring of our, our coaching system and... Um, with that, uh, Neil's job would have changed slightly, and I think um, 
I don't, I don't know whether that sat that well with him and um, he wanted to pursue other things outside of football and it, it seemed like the right time to do so. That would surprise the players to restructure the coaching department at round eight though, wouldn't it? I think it was a plan from when um, Richo first arrived in January and it's sort of just come to fruition now. Um, so I don't think it was a reactionary um, response to the, our form even though it does, it does seem like it quite a bit. But I think it was always the plan. It's just come at unfortunate circumstances. Andy, Bob here. Thanks for, thanks for chatting with us. Thanks for accepting the hospital handball of, of having to front <laughs> the media today. I just would like to know about the, uh, the mood in the locker room of the players. Obviously, there's a, there's a lot of noise um, outside of the football, in the football world at the moment, about the, the clubs under siege. But how is the mood in the locker room? And is the, would the mood maybe surprise those of us on the outside? Yeah, I think it probably would. Um, we're aware of all the noise going on. Um, it's pretty hard to escape it, to be honest. Um, but I think the mood within the club is, is relatively positive for what we're going through. We, we're aware that we're in a form slump and we're in a bit of a rut at the moment. But um, there's no point sulking or worrying about that too much. And we're just trying to stick together as much as possible. Uh, we know that's the way out of this. And there's no easy way out. We're not just going to front up today and... I guess, be a top four side. There's a long process that we have to go through. And I think the group we have now is really confident that we can get there um, just through hard work and sticking together. So the, the morale around the group is actually pretty positive for, for the state we are, um, we're in at the moment. You've painted a really good picture, Andy, of, of the process and, and you guys sticking together and working your way through it. But has there been any break in routine? Often, often when clubs and teams are, are in a, a real slump or they're, they're under siege, like I said, that there's often you know something an activity or a, or a moment at training where they break the routine has there been anything like that out at windy hill in the last week or so uh not not massively no i think wush has just put it on us really to that our, our skills weren't up to scratch the first probably up until now i reckon um and wush really put that on us challenge us whether we were skillful and talented enough to be AFL footballers and um most of the boys have really responded to that and have been working a lot harder after hours, before uh, work hours, just to rectify those mistakes that we're making in games. But there hasn't been a dramatic shift in the way we've gone about things, um, if that answers your question. Andy, John also said at his press conference last week that you players have to set the standards or set what you want to become going into the future. Was there any discussion about that? during the week because, you know, really from outside, some people were sort of saying, well, is that the senior coach's role, role to set that standard or is it all, you know, all in and all encompassing that that should be set? Was anything spoken about that during the week? Uh, there has been a little bit. More so players um, have driven that. Uh, Dyson's come into our development group meetings a few times, which is first to third year players, and um, has basically said that that we're driving standards at the moment and it should probably be the other way around. Um, he apologised on his behalf for not setting um, a good enough example in his eyes, but I guess um, everyone's in the same boat. Uh, I don't think Dyson has set a foot wrong this whole this whole season um, from a leadership point of view, uh, but we're all there supporting him. It's not one individual's fault over another. I think we're all in it to drive that standard and we all have to play a part. Andy, when will you be back? Um, hopeful next week, but if not, the, the week after, I think. And there's a couple of uh, youngsters from your development group, the one to three-year players who get their crack at it today. Is How will you feel watching Jordan Ridley and Dylan Clark make their league debuts? 
Yeah, I'm over the moon. Um, I've played with them for two or three years now, and they're, they're great kids. They've worked so hard for their opportunity, and oh, I can't wait to sit in the stands and watch them play. I wish I was out there with them, but, um, yeah, it'll be a special moment for both them and their families. Just give us a quick bit of scouting. When we watch Ridley, what are we looking for? Classy ball user um, and can break the lines and intercepts. He's, he's an in-between size, but uh, he won't miss a target by foot. And Clark? He'll be under all the packs, um, feeding it out to the receivers. He might not have a lot of kicks, but he'll be right under there, hopefully right next to Joel Selwood the whole game and um, giving a real crack in, in and under. What are you expecting uh, in the twilight? Pardon? Sorry, what was that? What, what do you reckon will happen this afternoon? Um, I, ho- I hope we just improve. That's, um, we improved from last week. Geelong are obviously a class, class act. So um, the result's not at the forefront of our minds at the moment. If we can play our footy um, and improve from last week and the result doesn't go our way, we're not too worried about that at this stage. Uh, we know we're a long way off where we want to be. Um, so the end result's not a huge issue, but if we can see that we're making strides um, forward and in the right direction, I think that'd be a great result. Good on you, Andy. Much appreciated. Thanks for joining us. Beauty. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Andy McGrath. That is an incredible insight from a second-year player. Mm, Just incredible. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.